Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. Hello and welcome back to the FT Arts Podcast. I'm Neville Hawcock, the FT's Deputy Arts Editor, and this week we'll be talking about pop stars of a certain age. And there are a lot of them about. Take That have reformed with Robbie Williams and will tour next year. A boy band pushing 40. Space Rockers Hawkwind, formed in 1969, tour the UK next month. Their erstwhile bassist, Lemmy, born in 1945, is currently taking the stage with Motorhead. Whatever happened to Hope I Die Before I Get Old? Aren't they old enough to know better? With me to discuss these questions are Peter Aston, FT arts writer, a grizzled veteran of the cultural front line, and young Richard Clayton, who regularly reviews pop for the paper. First, let's remind ourselves of the joys of Motorhead, who play in Leeds and London next week before touring on to the rest of Europe. Richard, will you be going, or would you be more interested to see a band that hasn't been touring for the past 35 years? Well, um, you're very generous to say that I'm young, because I'm actually two years older than Motorhead, um, so uh, I should perhaps catch up with them at some point in my uh, pop career, reviewing career, that is. Um, they've got their 20th album coming out in January, I think, and it's probably going to be much like all the all the others before them. They're a kind of band that keep on trucking um, their same kind of style of music. They have been influential in their time, very thrashy kind of metal that was that was influential in developing that kind of music, but... I don't think they can change very much, to be honest. Um, it was interesting that uh, Alex Ferguson, the Manchester United manager, this week said that retirement was for young people because they've always got something else to do. And I think in Lemmy's case, I, I can't see him doing anything else except being Lemmy, really. Peter, do you think they're perfecting their shtick or are they stuck in a rut? Do you know what? I I saw Hawkwind. I first began to see Hawkwind. They used to play free concerts under the flyover at Portobello Road in London. And uh, I, as an impressionable adolescent, used to go there and, and headbang away. And uh, I think the important point is they haven't really developed, as Richard says. It's been more of the same. So in a sense, the the whole sound and the whole scene and the look of them is caught in a time frame and it doesn't really matter how old they are it's all uh, it all sounds much the same as it did 30 35 years ago i can well remember they looked pretty grizzled back then and they must have been about 21 so it's a pretty static uh, situation there then i would say so i mean hawkwind are slightly more interesting in that they have tended to tack their sails um to the, the prevailing wind um as it were they've been picked up by sort of punks in various times and and uh, in the early 90s they were associated a bit more with rave culture and recently there's been a tribute album to them called in search of hawkwind where some of the current uh, kind of freak beat and uh, psychedelically influenced uh, rock bands have been paying homage to them so i think there's perhaps a little bit more mileage in them but i am slightly worried about about lemmy i mean he's 60 
1965, I think, uh, on Christmas Eve, actually. And, of course, he's appeared in this lager advert. Now, it's slightly alarming in the first place that uh, Lemmy should be drinking lager rather than his uh, quarts of whiskey and rye. Um, but also the advert, to me, is a little bit uh, alarming. Um, the slogan is, um, take it slow or, or, or slow down, I think. And he's playing, obviously, a, a blues version of um, the Ace of Spades. But the environment is meant to be this uh, sort of trendy um, French bar, but it looks more like a community centre to me. Um, and he's a little bit watery and, and whiskery in his vocals. He's a little bit too close to the community centre, possibly. He, I think he is. To put I, it to put I, it think, I think at least Lemmy has the excuse that he's earning a living. I think you want to worry if you're a 65-year-old who's actually going to these gigs for enjoyment. I think he got problems. You, you need to move on. Uh, Peter, you you recently attended a, a Prince concert in uh, Abu Dhabi uh, and have written about it in your latest column. Uh, let's remind ourselves of what Prince sounds like. So, Peter, Prince's uh, American tour starts uh, next month. Would you recommend him to uh, our American listeners? Yeah, I would, absolutely. I mean, that for me, that's my absolute favourite Prince, uh, Prince single, um, vintage form, really. He didn't play it at the concert, but he played all the other big hits, uh, Kiss and everything. And I think it's worth noting the, the venue, Abu Dhabi, very, very strange, not what you'd expect. Uh, but the the audience had a fantastic time. He played a very tight and well-conceived show uh, full of all the trademark guitar solos all the lascivious moves all intact and uh, he's in good nick he looks great really slim um, dances brilliantly and uh, yeah it's very enjoyable to go back to a point we we're making earlier prince he's not really an artist that's has he really developed very much over the, in recent decades well, not lately. I mean, I suppose he's, he's obviously um, ploughed his own furrow in terms of the business side of, of pop, um, famously with the, the slave slogan on, on his cheek and uh, leaving his record label and obviously now releasing albums with, with newspaper cover mounts. Um, so I don't think anyone's queuing up to listen to the recent stuff, but obviously his back catalogue is, is peerless and uh, plenty of people are prepared to, to listen to that. W- what I would say is that he's one of these kind of Peter Pan figures at the moment and, and Springsteen, I think, Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi, Grace Jones are in this kind of vein as well. The problem is when he can't do those dance moves anymore and when it is slightly unseemly that he's um, singing all those lascivious songs. I mean, I know the Viagra generation are, are out there and, and Prince as the purple one clearly has some brand synergy with, with them. Um, but I'm not sh- quite sure how long they'll be able to uh, keep that up, as it were. Then again, there is a vacancy for the new James Brown. So uh, perhaps he'll continue to be the, the hardest working man in show business. Was he still able to make those moves in Abu Dhabi, Peter? Yeah, they were slightly toned down. And one asks for what reason exactly they were turned down, whether it was the the venue or um, or his physical frailty. But no, it was very lively and he took it seriously. And, you know, I, I'm interested in the fact that he is playing these new venues, new countries that has a fantastic thirst for all kinds of culture, rock culture included. And uh, I thought it was, a, it was a kind of good vibes kind of occasion. It was worth going to see. Absolutely. Not only do singers as they grow older lose their ability to move as they did before they're also apt to sound different Uh, here are two recordings of Joni Mitchell singing Big Yellow Taxi Hey farmer farmer put away the DDT now 
bought some apples or leave me the birds and the bees. Please don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. They pay paradise, put up a parking lot. Now that's uh, Joni Mitchell in 1970. Uh, now compare and contrast with this version from her 2007 album Shine. Put away your DDT. Give me spots on my apples, but leave me the birds and the bees. Please, don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. The big paradise put up a parking lot. So, Richard, are these uh, vocals with character or vocals that are simply not up to scratch after too many years? Undoubtedly with character, I'd say. Um, you've got to remember Joni's been an unrepentant smoker for um, all her life. The album that uh, that second cut is taken from, um, she made after a, well, five years after she said that uh, she'd retired. I think there's plenty of character in it. I mean, the distinction I would make is um, almost between craggy and saggy. I think the craggy artists um, still are credible and committed in in a good way. The the, the saggy ones are, are sort of tilting over into sentimentality and, and schmaltz, and, and Joni is definitely still burning with things to say. There's experience in that voice. Uh, you think Mitch is craggy or saggy, Peter? I, I half agree with that, Richard. I mean, there's no greater... Joni Mitchell found the universe in me uh, and is such an intelligent musician and and, um, and a wonderful singer. But I just wondered why she is playing those things from the back catalogue. I mean, to me, Big Yellow Taxi, it has that, the, you know, the first version we heard, that youthful spring. And it just doesn't work for me with the voice now, which is very, very shot. And I think there's an interesting comparison to be made with Dylan, who... Who, whose voice uh, really is shot to pieces, but he is singing about growing old. And there is a kind of synergy between the quality of the voice and the lyric. So, um, of course, I don't, we don't know if Joni Mitchell's going to produce any new stuff anymore. She's always saying she's retiring, as you say. But I'd like her to see her address some more grown-up themes. Yes, you'd like her to sort of reflect rather than revisit. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 just just to add to that, um, I saw Paul McCartney on on TV on Jules Holland um, just a couple of weeks ago, and I thought his voice sounded pretty shot to pieces as well. And McCartney doing that sort of bobbing head, bright sound, and and the voice just not making it is kind of quite tragic to listen to. I think because he had one of the purest and loveliest pop voices of all time. Yeah, I mean, the, that Shine album uh, from which we heard the, the second version of Big Yellow Taxi, it was a kind of career um, survey for, for Joni, I think. There were other other tracks that um, were dealing with her concerns now and um, the fact that was, she was still angry about some of the things she was she was angry about then and the fact that they hadn't changed. I think that she, she, you know, she had something to say there. But for all these artists, um, Joni Mitchell, Dylan, um, other people like Levon Helm, there's no precedent for, for growing old gracefully in this game, and they're all making it up as it goes along, so we have to sort of uh, go along with them as, as, as they experience this. We're exploring it along with them? Absolutely. I suppose it's uh, the baby boom generation getting older. Yep, and uh, they never thought they would, so um, let's uh, enjoy the ride. Well, that's it for this week. The Arts Podcast will be back on Friday. Thanks to my studio guests, Peter Aspen and Richard Clayton, and to you for listening. The Arts Podcast was produced by Griselda Murray-Brown. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.